You're listening to The Riff, a podcast where Matt Black sits down between sessions to chat about industry happenings and creative musings. On this episode, we chat about Super Bowl ads, recurring themes, favorites, and ones that just didn't score. Hey guys, this is Micah Haykoop, the Director of Strategy here at Matt Black, and I'm joined today by... Nolan Goff, uh, Director of Content over here at Matt Black. Um, also, quick shout out to Nolan's first time being on the podcast. If you're a longtime listener, uh, we've been trying to get him on, so happy to have him. Very excited to be here. Yeah. Uh, and so today, it's the Monday after the Super Bowl. Um, one crazy game, but two, we're not here to talk about that. We're talking about the ads. Um, really want to talk about, obviously, the overall theme yesterday was inclusiveness. That was the big, uh, that, that was kind of the the thesis. So Nolan, I would love to hear your thoughts as a as a narrative guy yourself what what you felt about that. Yeah, we totally saw um a bunch of inclusive this inclusive theme showing up this year. We had the Budweiser ad, um the immigrant story centered around the founder um and then his meeting Anheuser. We had 84 Lumber obviously that aired the majority of their spot on television and then you had to go online and check out the other piece of it. Um, you had the Audi daughter commercial, which was a personal favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it looped in to the story of the car as well. Um, it didn't feel like it was like just some kind of tacked on in- inclusive message. It was very relevant to them as a brand. Um, and then finally, you also had Airbnb. Um, I-, I heard that they that they came together with the ad at the very last minute. It was a yeah. last minute ad buy, um, but they had their whole "We Accept" campaign. Yeah, I mean. I- Overall, the I feel like Airbnb has been strong marketing wise as a brand. The whole um, the togetherness, the um, acceptance, the inclusiveness. Obviously, they've been on the right side of of everything that's happened recently. But the ad I thought was a little bit. You could tell it was last minute. That was kind of my my interpretation of it. Yeah, and I think obviously all these brands are trying to be on the right side of history, which is good, and it's great to see their values and all that. But I think with Airbnb. I watching their ad, it almost felt like you could have put any logo at the end of it, and it could have worked for any brand mm-hmm. um, because obviously these are their values, and it's obviously something that they care about. But at least with you know you have the Budweiser and the eighty four lumber, it really the story really stems from their product, and so it's you know it it shows off their values, but it also is part of their product and it's part of their makeup, and it felt just a lot more genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not to say that Airbnb's no. ad is, you know, a poor ad or anything. I just think that these other ones are the kind of ads that live on, probably have more quality impressions because, you know, with Audi, you, it's centered around cars, even mm-hmm. though it's, you know, just downhill racing and a little girl. But, um, you know, it trickles back to the car. And with Budweiser, it's the story of their beer. Yeah. Yeah, I I would say shouts to Airbnb for spending that much money just to like plant their flag in the sand, obviously. And I thought that was a great thing about Audi with, I mean, being so blind. I feel like they were the most in your, in your face where they just straight up said like women get paid less than men, right? They state facts that we normally, um, if you look at the NFL did like the unite ad where they're doing the outline of the U S on the field, a lot of them, and we had talked about this were, were obviously 
building on this theme, but we're like making sure to not offend, um, uh, I guess, offend either side. If you're going to put it politically, they played it relatively safe. And I feel like potentially Airbnb and Audi were the two who were willing to go all the way over to one side and, and kind of take a stand on everything. Yeah. And the impression I've gotten from the 84 lumber ad, which is probably my favorite ad of the Super Bowl, um, just because it's so rooted in narrative and it's really powerful, but you only got to see part of it um, on air, and you had to go and see it, um, the rest of it online. And from what I've heard on, you know, just on, um, on like reading online and stuff, is that um, Fox didn't want to air the whole thing, I think mainly for partisan reasons, um, just because the ending is so shocking and just so stark and um, really, really relevant, just really hits home. Um, but I definitely encourage people checking it out because it's, uh, it's, it's pretty powerful. Definitely. Okay, so moving on from from that theme over to, uh, I, I guess the uh, the best and the worst. What what do you feel is the best commercial? What was your favorite that you saw? I think besides eighty four lumber, I mean, we did have some commercials that were centered around laughs. I really enjoyed the Skittles romance one. Yeah, um, it was perfectly weird, which is what Skittles is known for. I thought it was hilarious. Um, the Budweiser one was wonderful, um, and then you know. Bud Light always has some fun fun ads. Uh, what was the Bud Light one this year? It was the one with the um, with the dog, and it was like set oh, up like yeah, a Christmas the, Carol, yeah. um, and the ghost comes back um, because the guy doesn't want to hang out with his friends well, that he, yeah, night, and he like, shows him all the situations he's yeah. missing out on, the inside jokes and all that, and then finally saves the day by bringing the party more Bud Light. Yeah, we can always appreciate that guy. Yeah, we can appreciate that guy. Uh, personally, I would say T-Mobile. I would say Verizon's a winner in the way that both Sprint and T-Mobile went after Verizon. So Verizon right. got some play just from like, <laughs> yeah. just got some play from its competitors. Um, but the 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 not safe for wireless ads um, were hilarious to yeah. me. And so I would say uh, with you, you know, Nolan pointed this out to me that it seemed like there was a a distinct lack of humor, or it used to be that you know. I mean, five or six years ago, everything had to be funny. Yep. It was about doing the funniest ads. It'd be six Bud Light ads and six other beer ads, and it was all funny. There was the Doritos, you know, crash the Super Bowl contest yep. that were all funny. Yeah. But I think I think that's just a symptom of the political climate right now. I think yep. the world is seeming a lot less funny, and so not not the that ad agencies are probably directly and intentionally pandering that way. I think it's just. It's just where the ideation's going. I just think brands are trying to seem more human at yeah. the end of the day. And so it's like the whole way we talk about branding now. Where it's like, oh, you want to relate to it. Oh, they, they get me. Oh, like, and, th- and this is really like the play between um, another thing that you, were, that you had brought up was the play between Wix and Squarespace where it's about, you know, brands are trying to, trying to be understood and feel more human so they talk about more human topics. But you can you expand a little bit on the way they're positioning themselves? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's funny because Squarespace and Wix are essentially the same platform. It's a, it's a website for you to build your website, and it's user-friendly. And That's meta. Yeah, super meta. Um, but you had, you know, you have this big celebrity integration for both of them. So on one hand, you have Squarespace, who used John Malkovich, who's kind of a highbrow, highfalutin actor, uh, stage actor, um, perceived more as a, you know, maybe a craftsman and an artist. And then on the opposite side, you have um, Wix, who went with Jason Statham and Gal Gadot, who's playing Wonder Woman in the upcoming uh, Wonder Woman film. And, you know, that's obviously more of a pop culture direction. Yeah, I'm, 
I think this is the same point we made on the last sessions is, uh, where we were talking about MailChimp and how it aligned itself with creatives because it was for creatives. You really just see like Squarespace is speaking to its audience versus trying to appeal mass appeal. Right. It's for entrepreneurs. It's for craftsmen. It's you know for bespoke leather goods. It's for your you know small juice shop. Whatever. It's yeah. for people who want to be really serious about their work and take it really seriously. And I th- then I think with Wix on the other side, it's they're totally okay with skewing young. Um, I think that's evidenced by like when we get intern applications here at Matt Black. I think it's very common for us to get a portfolio that's built on Wix. Mm. You know the resume is listed out there, and I think you know the young people um, in their heads they're gravitating towards Wix, and yeah. that's why you see someone like Jason Statham and someone like Gal Gadot showing up in their advertising. It's just weird to me, I, and maybe it's just because I'm I, I've always been uh, drawn to Squarespace, but I felt like the Wix one was a total miss. Like it just it seemed just like unnecessarily over the top. Like they were kind of pandering to the fact that we're like this action. Like, and, but again, if you're talking about like action scenes that you saw during the Super Bowl, like you're not going to beat the Transformers movie or whatever. Right. And like how mindless it's almost it a is. Lost cause. Yeah. Okay. So we talked. We talked favorites. Let's talk biggest brick in your mind. Biggest brick. Who took um, an L? I mean, is it? I watched the Snickers live commercial, and I loved the ambition of it, but I honestly didn't understand it. Like, the comedy was just really missed on me. Uh. Um, I liked that, you know, Adam Driver walks out and references the score and even the ad placement because it took place in the third quarter, and Mm -hmm. he references that. So it feels like it was something that they had done um, in the moment. But it was it, it was the, live, yeah. Yeah, but the comedy just did not hit for me. It was interesting. One, they don't they didn't do a good job enough of laying out that it was live. I still, I think there's still brands are still trying to figure out how do you get the audience to understand that something's live. So the, what they do is they reference something real time that's happening. Right? right, it's the third quarter. The score is three to twenty one, whatever. But even it was weird. Like the first actor botched his opening line. If you go back and watch it, and it's I don't even think it was on purpose. Not like, oh, he messed up the live thing. It was like, oh, that's funny. oh he literally just messed up his first line. And then it, it was funny. But if you're going to do a live commercial and you're not going to have to spend on all that, like they could have spent some more time on the writing. Yeah, and yeah. then in the same kind of family was the, I believe it was Hyundai, um, Peter Berg, uh, director of the upcoming Patriots Day at Deepwater Horizon. He... Um, directed a live commercial. Well, not a live commercial, but he directed it as uh, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl was being played um, overseas at, at um, a U.S. Air Force base. And, you know, they brought in uh, a few different airmen. They got to sit down with their fam- families and, and watch the game in this kind of 360 experience, yeah, almost through, as if they were at the Super Bowl with their yeah, families. Yeah, through 3D cameras. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 360 cameras, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. and I think... Um, it was cool, and I love the concept behind it. I love that they did it, you know, immediately, and I love that it it celebrated our servicemen and women. I think that's beautiful. Um, but as far as like um, really tugging on my heartstrings, you know, I look at the Budweiser ad and the '84 Lumber ad and the Audi ad as being more effective. So, um, you know, that great ephemeral moment they created is awesome, but. Um, it wasn't as effective to me as these more thought out, totally. well intentioned stories. Yeah, totally. For me, Alfa Romeo for like a big coming out party, Fiat Chrysler sponsored, or Alfa Romeo sponsored the uh, halftime coverage as well. Not the actual halftime show, but like the football coverage. Um, and then th- ran three ads during the game, none of which 
I think really one helped you understand who Alfa Romeo was, uh, why you should care that they're going to be a more widely produced car or the, the heritage behind it that like, is it luxury or is it uh, right? Like I can't even, I can't even, um, get thoughts around what they wanted you to think about them. Yeah. Um, and then for me, the biggest brick was that petroleum ad. I can't even tell you what the, it was like the petroleum producers. Oh, yeah. I mean, come yeah, on, I mean, guys. I think they're uh, one of the public enemy number ones right now. So I think they were trying to insert themselves in the conversation that like they inspire a lot of really great things, but unfortunately, I think it was a miss. There's, there was, I, there it was didn't a, make sense. Like they, it could, they could have done a fine. Act. There was a collective groan at our at our uh, Super Bowl party. So I, yeah. I think that was a total miss. Yeah. And a Everything total, was in like blue total and green. Negative for and them. Like, yeah, yeah. So I uh, overall, I thought there were some really really cool ads. I'm happy to see it go more like the inclusive route, the human route. Um, less mindless with just like singing toads and the what the was yeah and less yeah. hashtags less I th- hashtags i think yeah. we saw a lot fewer of those i mean stats prove that they're not effective anymore like nobody wants to tweet a brand's hashtag yeah um so i think that was actually really interesting is that airbnb's whole thing kind of summed up with the hashtag at the end that we accept yeah um, but they were one of the few ones that really hammered home that that hashtag yeah i mean they're a brand for that's for the digital generation so for me it makes sense for them but it literally used to be every ad we yep. did it a couple of years ago we watched it and we and we wrote down every hashtag that came out of the super bowl and it was ridiculous there's like no reason to talk about any of them but um yeah overall i thought it was really really good yeah for sure cool all right thanks for listening guys we'll catch you next time